Okay, hello this week and welcome to another episode of the Bit Effects Retro Rewind. I'm your host Michael and this week we'll be discussing Hudson's Adventure Island. Joining me this week is Dave. Hello! And the one and only Craig. Hello! Hello. So, introducing us to Adventure Island. Originally a game from uh, West One or West Stone, as I'm more frequently used to calling them. Um, originally conceived also as Wonder Boy, but given a license to Hudson to create their own version for the systems uh, West One already had an agreement with, um, well, for the for unofficial ports, although under an official capacity, as weird as that may sound, um, as, yeah, Adventure Island, which also span off on its own. But uh, the reason I brought up this game is basically that I got to play this as a, as a young child. Um, I had hands-on with the Master System version. So this was a game that Reflecting on it now, it always felt to me like a bit of a endless runner in a way, because it felt like you'd take turns with a friend, you'd you'd sprint along the screen, you'd see how far you got, and it was never that far. But um, that's enough about my rec- recollections. What about you guys, Dave? How did you first come across this? Uh, I first came across this when I was with a uh, my parents went to visit one of their friends' house, and since you know it's mid to late 80s they have an nes and you know you, you sift through their games and you're just like oh this one looks cool it's got a caveman on the front of it and you pop it in and i played it absolutely loved it then when we left i forgot to write down the name of it and so for years i forgot that it was called adventure island and then you know a couple years later i'm doing my usual emulator sift and came across it and ever since then i mean this is always you know just out of reach. I'll always play it for five, ten minutes and die and die and die and then come back to it, you know, two weeks later and just play a couple levels. So, yeah, it's something that I've always kept around. Okay. And Craig? Yeah, I first heard about this game two weeks ago when you chose it <laughs> as your Retro Rewind pick and, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it's worth pointing out that Back in the intro, when I, I said I played the Master System version, it's because, like an idiot, I actually played Wonder Boy back in the day. But due to a hazy memory, I couldn't discern between the two different games. And it, it is actually Adventure Island I've come back to play this time around. But uh, there really isn't a huge amount of difference between them, as far as I'm aware. What, what do you think, Dave? You're much more of an expert on this. Uh, the only major difference between this is the main characters. Of course, Wonder Boy has the little boy Wonder as their main character. And the NES version has an employee from Hudson, who's <laughs> PR, I believe, as oh. their main character. A kind of chubby guy in a baseball hat and a grass skirt. But, um, but yeah, so, so to start off, um, the first things that grabbed me about this game were, um, first of all, the whole throwing axes business which which all always looked quite cool the, the floaty physics was another attraction um and the skateboard the skateboard was really something that that i picked up i mean it, it, this was the first time i'd really seen much about skateboards in games apart from you know like uh, skate or die on the nes and later down the line things like 
Tony Hawk. So uh, I know it's not exactly an integral part of the game, really, but yeah, it, it always left an impression on me. I always remember it being the game with the with the forest of trees and a skateboard rolling through the middle of it. I don't know if the logistics work right on that. I'm sure you'd be going across a dirt path. I'm not sure what yeah. sort of superpowers. No, 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 no. The, the skateboard's a trap. You never want to take the skateboard ever. You will just die. And you will, because this is quite a tough game, to be brutally honest. I don't remember that back in the day. But in terms of difficulty, I think this is quite high up there. How did you guys get on with it? Yeah, it's it's difficult. I struggled a lot with um, the fact that the wee guy's legs don't stop moving, so you seem to slide everywhere. Spent Double quite a lot of time. Ice. Oh my goodness, jumping onto a platform only to slide off the end. It's just, it's heartbreaking time and time again. Yeah, very, very, very difficult. I was only getting to about the third world on a few playthroughs. And then I went to have another playthrough just this evening to think, I thought, you know what, I'll have another one. I'll see how far I get. And I went on to some play online website because I was downstairs on the laptop as opposed to with the emulator up the stairs. Mm. And the Flash version of it I got, every time you died, it added a life, which was kind of nice. Oh, you cheater! I didn't, it was accidental, I hadn't actually realised that it was doing this. But what else happened was, it made you invincible. So not only did it add a life when you (laughs) fell off a platform, but you couldn't be damaged by anything. And do you know how much more difficult that was? Because every time you touched an enemy sprite, you would bounce quite violently off it so i ended up dying quite a lot by being invincible so it was it was a lose lose it's just an incredibly difficult game even cheating uh yeah i did i did two runs of it i i spent some time with it playing the proper way Mm -hmm. and i got to i want to say world four or area four i forget what it calls it yeah and it was it was hard Uh, i mean that was with using continues and then I decided, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to save state this sucker. And I even used the rewind button a few times. And at that point, I got to world six. But even then, a lot of the problems are just these wicked hard jumps that you have to be pixel perfect on. And as a kid, I didn't even know there were continues in it. Like it's weird. It's one of those old games where you actually have to find the item to let you continue. At the end yeah. of the first stage, right before the goal, you pop an, pop an egg. Wow, it just sounds dirty. But you <laughs> pop an egg, and oh. there's a little Hudson B in there, the company's logo. And mm-hmm. in order to continue, it's not even just a you died, hit continue. You have to hold left and hit start. So if you didn't have a manual, no way you're going to know about this stuff. Yeah. Well, I got to um, Area 3, the second part of Area th- or World 3, Area 2, or whatever way about it would go. And I did not know about the continue until your message because I I think you told me about it already and I forgot about it. So a bit, a bit disappointed in myself. But it's very convoluted. Yeah, you're right. You need a manual and reminders to every single time pick up a continue. It's nuts. It's just one continue, I take it. One continue. No, no, no. You can use it always over and over and over again. Ah. Like as soon as you pick up the item, you just it's not like a sonic continue. Where you, right. know, you have a certain limited amount. Yeah, it's just after you pick up this item, you may continue. That's that's what sneaky. Mean? Yeah, it is. In, in fact, that there's no indication you have to jump in a spot that has nothing, and you just have to hit this invisible switch. It's like ah, oh. 
And another thing I noticed, and and this was, I did let my daughter play because uh, she was she wanted to play as the fat caveman. So I'm like, right, mm-hmm. sure, knock yourself out. Um, she did. She got to world three, which is probably where I got to as a kid. Before going, no, this is too hard. I, I don't want to play it anymore. It's too hard. But something I noticed, especially watching my daughter play, because when you're watching, you know, you're not the same as when you're playing. They seem to almost have like a blank level. And then they like take note of where you jump. Like, oh, you're going to jump for this fruit. That's where we're going to put an enemy. Like there were a bunch of times because you can't really control your jump arc. Think something like Castlevania, where you would jump to get a fruit and they would know exactly where you're going to jump and bam, there's a fire or an enemy. It's like, oh, you sneaky sons of nature. So a lot of this was was breaking habits. That is kind of what the level design sort of spelled out to me as well. I remember getting through to uh, a wood section where you've got spiders coming down from the trees constantly. (laughs) And you've got little campfires on the floor. And and the the thing is, what, what it does is it it makes you mix up your jump so many times. And then at the second way, you think you've got it nailed, where you've memorized, you know, I can jump through the gap here. The next bit, I'm going to try and jump over when it goes up. And they just change all the timings of things just enough that you realize, no, you've got to jump over both the spider and the fire in this case. And then the timing's going to be messed up on the third spider. So you've got to, you've really got to slow it down. But the thing about this game is that if you're not collecting all the fruit, you're not building up your timer, which means the panic's going to set in on trying to get through these levels quickly then. Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite a genius gameplay mechanic, to be honest, and it really keeps you on the, you know, keeps you tense. So does, even if you think, I, think you're mastering the platforming, the time's going to fight against you anyway. Yeah, I mean, to uh, kind of echo what you were saying, Mike, yeah, once you get a section down where you know, okay, a boulder's coming here, and then there's going to be these guys that run really fast from behind. Okay, so I jump here, and then I do that. It does feel like an endless runner. It, it looks like a perfectly smooth gameplay once you finally do get it. Another thing I found very funny was was you'll, you'll have these eggs, and when you pop them, the first time you pop an egg, you get the hammers, and they, they throw in these weird arcs that are actually kind of hard to aim things. They work better if you're throwing as you're running instead of trying to aim it, like, say, a Mario Fireball. But then you also have your skateboard, which is death incarnate. Don't ever take it. And, and then you have uh, the honeybee, which is uh, invincibility. And you get this cool little tune, and you go running, and you can hit everything. And then the last one is the eggplant. And every time I got the eggplant, I did nothing but laugh, because they always put it in a spot where you're like, all right, you know what? I've got a good chunk of time. I can take this section slower. Then you pop the egg, you get the eggplant, and your timer just chunks down. Chunk, 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 chunk. And then panic sets in. I'm not did, familiar you guys with the get nailed by the eggplant? What, what oh, is yeah. eggplant? Uh, it, it's just an item. And when you get it, it doubles the amount of time, uh, the speed oh. of which your, your timer goes down. So if you had 30 seconds, you now have 15. Okay, so we'll have to avoid that one. Although, oddly enough, there are a few few weird little things about this game. A, if you're running with... If you're running and trying to throw axes at the same time, you'll find that if you're running a bit too fast, the axe actually starts a few pixels back behind your character most of the time. And it can be quite a dangerous thing to um to go running headfirst into enemies throwing axes and in some cases, which is, is quite a quite an oddity. 
how did you guys take the game? Did you guys do like just kind of the hold run the whole time and try to react fast yeah. enough, or did you guys take the slow and steady? Oh god, I'm holding down run all the time. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the same thing here. But the the funny thing about the game, if you take the timer out for a second, you realize that you're not locked into running forward all the time. You can actually go backwards, which is which seems like like blasphemy, but but it is actually an option in there. And it is useful in some cases. I naturally did that a couple of times, but every single time I ran backwards, I almost like felt like, oh, I've caught myself running backwards. That was a bit odd. And then kept on going forwards. <laughs> <laughs> it does catch you off guard, what, yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll, I'll ding the game for is uh, we all got to at least one of the bosses, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That is the boss for the entire game. Like there is, that's that boss over and over and over again, just with different heads. Same exact you know, pattern of walk forward two steps, throw the fireball, wall back yeah. two steps. It's ah, that's that's the only thing I find a little disappointing. And I think Adventure Island two and three did it much better. Fair enough, but it, it is satisfying to have something to beat and something that's not as not going to absolutely destroy you. Because I, I'd be absolutely devastated if I got through to a boss and lost after a oh yeah after <laughs> putting all yeah, my life I mean, on the line uh, for getting there. It's, it's probably exactly even like more Bowser. devastating losing against that guy, considering how how easy it can be. Yeah, there were a couple of times I got too cocky at throwing the hammers and got got nailed. Which, by the way, um, the death animations—they're not really animations. I guess they're more or less just sprites. The death sprites are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The, like if you it's, the burning, God, the burning, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Step on <laughs> fires, gas grass skirt grows up. Now, how do you guys bounce off of games that are this hard? Um, traditionally, okay. I would be more likely to put it down and never touch it again. But I'm coming round to the way of actually putting, you know, like effort into doing stuff rather than that. I would normally go the effortless way and just give up. So I want to keep on trying and getting better at it. And it's it's not that it's difficult, but it's not un- unachievable, you know. Oh, oh, wait till uh, later. It it is almost unachievable. Like like I remember. Back in the day, this was one of the games that that I knew nobody that ever finished it. And the one kid that says he finished it was generally lying about it. (laughs) But yeah, this was one of the few games where it was like, no, nobody's ever beaten this. Is that Mm. why when I told you I'd beaten it twice the other night, you just laughed at me? Yeah, I I, I just laughed really hard. (laughs) You were that kid on the playground, Craig. It was like, oh yeah, I beat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I beat it twice, once, once with one hand. I mean, I've I've sat down for a good eight nine hours trying to beat this sucker, and it's it gets almost impossible. Well, how do you not beat it with the unlimited continues? Is it just that impossible that you tap out on a, oh, a particular yeah. well, level? Um, I uh, well, I mean, this isn't me, but uh, there's a Game Center CX episode about it, and it took a guy. He stayed up thirty two hours straight just to beat the last three levels. Oh, geez, oh. I mean, it gets ridiculously hard. Hmm. this to me uh, it feels like one of those games where you try for six hours to get past a level you're like screw this i'm going to bed fall asleep wake up the next morning and beat it first time (laughs) good luck sir (laughs) (laughs) um but uh i guess the point point of this was it's once you do get games like this down those are the skills we end up using for the rest of our lives in not in any important way or anything (laughs) But yeah. you beat this, Mario is a cakewalk. And this was just one of those games where, you know, I would play this like like you would a, a Rocky montage. Like, all right, I'm going to get better at games. And then you play this for three hours and go, okay, I don't think I got any better at games. But then you play something else. You play a Sonic or a Mario or a Rayman. 
And it's like, oh, this isn't so hard. Yeah. So, yeah, as, as you guys have been saying there, it, it is a game where it feels like it starts off from a very primitive angle. You get the odd enemy, the odd rock in the way, occasional little jump, and then things escalate. So, you know, by the time you're onto, what, the fourth, fifth level, you're already running down layers of platforms, getting pulled across a platform which slides across. Uh, to be quite honest, for a game which is, well, let me see, when, when was Super Mario Bros. released on the NES? 83. Well, 83 was Famicom, I think. Mm. So it's not a huge difference in time, to be honest, considering that they're, they're also pioneering a lot of these you know, transitions between what can happen in a level. When you've got fishes fly. I mean, let, let's be honest, there is, there is a, a tiny whiff of something like Alex Kidd in here, and I'm, I'm sure that was an influence for them. Um, no, you're right. I can see that. I can see a little bit of Alex Kidd in here. But the majority of the game, the you know, they're they're capturing a lot of a lot of things that other other, you know, um blueprint games of the entire genre have uh, have also done pretty much and I'd I'd probably say Mario has probably taken a leaf or two out of this game in its uh in its years of Especially Mario Two. Mm, mm, definitely. Or Doki Doki Panic, and it might be no, no, no. The, the uh, what we know is lost levels. Oh, lost levels. Like that, that you could that got ridiculously hard. Yeah. And I always wondered if one influenced the other. Yeah. Okay. So the the case for Wonder Boy versus Adventure Island. Which side of the fence are you going to stay on? Have you? Who's not going to uh, stay on the side of the fence with the guy in the grass skirt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about Miss Takahashi, sir. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is incredibly interesting the the agreements and the way these two game paths diverged incredibly over time because on one end you've got the monster world series which is more akin to what would you say a, a, almost a metroidvania especially like dragon's trap in a way yeah yeah definitely and and then you've got adventure island which which after this one is where they introduced oh you can ride on certain dinosaurs and and you can yeah before even mario did it you you had dinosaur helpers you could ride on and they could one could fly one could breathe fire and it just continued to go on that platformer path and then you have oddball ones like um bakuriman world and dynastic hero where once hudson actually released the system they decided okay so let's just remake this with new sprites and add a few things and so there's actually like three different versions of games that come off of just this one. And it's incredibly confusing, but once you get it down, it's kind of cool to see the way it, it diverges. Yeah, I believe there was even a Super Adventure Island on the Super Nintendo, if I remember yep, right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, there were two on SNES. One was kind of like this, and then the other one, they tried going the Monster World route, where it was more, you had like equipment, and you had to solve puzzles and things like that. It felt more Monster Worldy. Yeah. But still kept the, you know, I think he was called Master Higgins over here. Yeah, but yes. yeah still kept that little guy in the grass skirt. But yeah, one one of the and, reasons I got reinvested in into this whole thing was that I I tried um, the Xbox One Game Pass recently, which allowed me access to the Sega Vintage collections, which included, you know, the old um, old Wonder Boy, uh, Monster World, Monster Land, uh, you know. Number three, number no number four, sorry, um, and it sort of reignited that spark of thinking. Where did Wonder Boy come from? 
and what what happened to that because I remember that being a being a thing back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they they did do a remaster type thing on uh, the Wii. Uh, I've heard this isn't a great and I've one. I've heard that's it? terrible. Yeah. Okay, so we've been a little brief with this this whole. Uh, well, we've mainly focused on the first game, but I think we've captured a bit of the series as a whole. Um, and I think it comes down to what what our final opinions are on the game before we find out what's what next on Retro Rewind. So. Uh, I think we could start with Craig, if that's okay. Gosh, well, to start, tough game, quite an endearing protagonist, and I kind of enjoyed my time with it. I think I'll go back and play a few more few more attempts. Now that I know about the continue thing and I'm going to use it, I, w- I would recommend anyone give it a bash, just just for a guy in a grass skirt, if nothing else. <laughs> okay, well... I, I, on a side note... At least he does put on his helmet and knee pads when he wear when he rides a skateboard. Very oh, true. So even, even guys in grass skirts are worried about safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in an odd twist, I think I'll take the second position on this. In that, you know, back in the day, I really enjoyed this game. I've always felt like it was perfect as a pass the pad game because no one could ever get too far on it back in the day. Um, I'm not sure about you guys. You seem to be having a lot more success than I ever have, and still continue to have with the game. But yeah, going going back to it, it feels like there's a lot of fundamentals to platforming as a whole that that I really did get pushed um, down a hard path to endure with with this game back on release. Um, so to come back to it again today, it's, it's been a bit of a pleasure, especially to go and see what the arcade originals were like. Playing home ports is never that fun when you you know now, now that we're in a world where we can play these arcade games almost scot free is a uh, quite a beautiful thing so yeah uh, still thumbs up from me yeah a good foundation game i'm proud to have played so david let's wrap it up i i guess i'm gonna go you know a little bit higher than you guys i think this is a classic that really should be held in as high regard as you know a mega man or a mario i think this this showed that adventure or adventure island kind of was a good enough franchise for Hudson to where they, they their whole foundation is almost built on this and something called Superstar Soldier. But the fact that they took what was being done with things like Pac-Land and Mario and all that, which were relatively easy games, and decided, no, let's put more of a challenge in it, I responded to that more back then and even now than I do an easier game. I don't I think it's not as let's say it's not as polished as some of the other ones that we hold in as high regard, but Adventure Island should definitely be up there. I think this is an amazing game that everybody should try at least once because it's one of those games that it's not a pass the pad for me. It's a, no, hold on, I got this. And you just end up hogging the pad the entire time. Just one Fair more enough. go. Just one more go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know what You know what it reminds me of? It, it's like a more primitive Ghosts and Goblins. Less about enemies, more about platforming, but still on that same level of amazing. Yeah. And oddly enough, I haven't beat either of them. <laughs> well said. Brilliant. So um, I guess that only leaves us with deciding on what the next game is. And whose decision might that be this week? God, it's my decision. I'm terribly sorry about this decision. Oh, no. It's not isometric and it's not ocean. Don't oh, thank God. It's good. Oh, God. It's good. Thank We're you. all good. I, as a kid, loved playing The Adventures of Batman and Robin, but I've never played oh. the SNES version. 
so I played the Genesis version again a couple of weeks ago, and I now have come to realise that the SNES version is an entirely different game. So that is my pick for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Um, feel free to play the Genesis version if you want. If you want to like kick your ass. Cool. All right. I, I can accept that pick. That's not cool. bad at all. Mm. Thank you. Okay. So that's it for us. And we'll see you next time. Bye.